Good morning, Ohio. James Lewis of this Dream House, the show that is all about the house. We're lucky to have Vanden Smith with us today from Boone Maintenance. But before we get to Vanden, we are going to give out our email address, tdhcincy at gmail.com. Once again, tdhcincy. CY at gmail.com. You can win tickets to Louder Than Life, Bourbon and Beyond, Hometown Rise, and Disney on Ice, Monster Jam, and all kinds of other great events. We're always giving out some type of fun prize uh, for emailing to us at tdhcincy at gmail.com. So, Vanden, who is Boone Maintenance? Boone Maintenance is a family-owned and operated construction company based in Burlington, Kentucky. Excellent. So how did it all get started? Um, started as kind of a side, a full-time job and just started um, doing some different odds and ends things on the side. And it just evolved into um, the workload just went up and up and up eventually to the point where I was able to um, you know, do this full-time and grow the business. Excellent. So it sounds like uh, via word of mouth, via recommendations, you were able to build a business and uh, keep it family owned and operated. That's phenomenal. Yep. 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 Word of mouth is incredible. I mean, most, most of what we do is referral based. So, What are the benefits of working with a company that is family owned and operated? Um, I would say the the personal, the quality, and then the personal touch to it. I mean, there is no, you know, some of the bigger companies. It seems like the customers are, are more of a number. Everybody, you know, I own the company. I did the jobs. I'm on the jobs. You know, it's if you got a problem, I'm right there. It's, you know, the I think the quality and the personal touch is what makes it nice for people. I agree with you. Having that quality, having that personal touch, having that feeling that the company and the the people care about their customers and of course that thing i love about that is our sponsor appliance factory and mattress kingdom they're also family owned and operated and they've uh, been family owned uh, family owned and operated their entire uh time they've been open so yeah definitely we love american-owned companies we love family owned and operated businesses and that's why we're glad to have you on the show today Yep, yep, thank you. Welcome. How do you keep the small town feeling alive when it comes to customer service? Um, I, I think we just kind of take the work out of it. You know, we, we're, we're personable with people, you know, talk talk to the kids when we're there and, you know, just kind of keep it fun and flowing more than, um, you know, too serious. So, um I think that's what does it. I know what you mean. Yeah, keeping it nice and light when, you, when you're when you talking to the customers and their family. And then, of course, when it t- comes time to actually do the work, getting serious and, and doing what you have to get done. I know what you mean because, uh, you know, sometimes yeah. people get or get there and they're all gruff and they're all serious. And it just yeah. kind of puts yeah. people off. But being that uh, relatable is, is definitely sounds like an important part of uh, customer service. Yeah. Yep. So tell us about your team. Um, a team is made up of um, either family or longtime friends. So I, I guess occasionally we, you know, younger guys or new hires in if we need some some labor help, you know, on specific days. But um, team is like I said, fam- family and longtime friends. So excellent. So it sounds like there's a lot of consistency and a lot of experience there. 
certainly, certainly. And everybody's got their own, you know, I'm good at some things and, and each person probably has their own thing that they're really strong at. So our communication is sometimes we go through a project and we, we don't even say many words, you know, I know what I'm doing. They know what they're doing. We just kind of flow through things. So, so why is it important to take pride in your work? Um, I'd say the quality, the end result, you don't take pride in it or, you know, it's just not going to, the results aren't going to be there when you're finished. Now, of course, I understand this probably happens a lot, but can you think of a, an instance or two where you went above and beyond to take care of the customer? Um, I mean, like I said, it, it happens a lot. I would think just something fresh on my head, you know, we, we do a lot of add-on things that in some cases would cost several hundred dollars, you know, if we're, if we're out there and it's kind of, you know, convenient and we can squeeze it in, we'll, we'll do little add-ons. We just had a, pro- or a project where we had poured a patio for a lady and, you know, part of the project involved removing some little paver stones that were, you know, around her old smaller patio and we took them and built a nice little retaining wall and kind of gave her a planting section and, like I said, it was something that, you know, it was was not on the the quote or something we planned on doing, but she fell in love with it. Oh wow, that sounds awesome! I was going to say doing yeah. those extras, doing those things that really make the customer feel appreciated. I mean, that's what uh, great businesses like yours and, of course, uh, Appliance Factory Mattress Kingdom have in common, and that's what we like to hear is uh, about satisfied customers. So, are you insured? We are insured, yes. We're insured and licensed. Excellent. Now, what residential services do you offer? Um, I'll take, I'm going to go on the, um, our list here that com- comes from our website. Con- concrete, contracting services, excavating, grading, fence installation, paver patios, property clearing, retaining walls, gravel driveways, and then our, our um, specialty would be residential drainage solutions. Awesome. So what type of concrete projects have you done? I mean, you've probably done almost every type, I would assume. Yeah, yeah we do driveways, patios, um, poured walls, garage floors. I mean, you name it. If, if it's concrete, we've probably poured it. So why is it important to have a professional do something like that with concrete? Um, concrete's very expensive, so when, when you got a truck in there and you're you're dumping it down and, and pouring the mud out, I mean it's a very expensive material, and and you gotta work in a timely manner, and know what you're doing, and if the results aren't there when it's done, it's a lot of money wasted. So we um, we have a lot of good experience when it comes to concrete. Guys have been doing it for a long, long time. Excellent. So it definitely seems like it's worth it, like you said, because of a savings, but then also. Um, now, with you all being professionals, you probably have no issues with uh, safety, but I would assume uh, a novice or somebody who doesn't have experience could uh, could be a safety concern as well? Certainly. Certainly. Very much so. Yes. Why is it important to reinforce the concrete with uh, rebar? Um, the rebar gives the, gives the concrete strength. Concrete's actually a very brittle material on its own, so it's not very pliable or you know, hard, but, or flexible. It's very hard, so hard that it's brittle. So the rebar actually adds rigidity and some strength to the, to the concrete. What type of guarantees do you offer? 
to your work? Um, our guarantees are, are typically one-year based depending on, um, you know, diff- different projects. They can vary, but most of what we do, the, the guarantee would be um, one year, and that that's most times that comes up for us would be with the drain solutions and the restoration when we're tearing the yard up sometimes if we're in there and we backfill some pipe and it settles out you know six seven months there there can be a little void or dip in the yard we do a lot of restoration work you know going back and, and fixing those things and then of course with concrete or any anything where we're providing you know a finished product if you know if there's any errors that are on our end we certainly correct them and most of the people like i said being small town family owned most people have my phone number they'll text me if they have a problem it's not like you on the back burner getting pushed to the manager and then the assistant manager you know we it's very personal so exactly keep a good open line of communication exactly it's one of those ones where the buck stops here and it sounds like you're able to really uh, get in there and uh, provide solutions i mean you probably don't have a lot of problems but the few that you do have it sounds like they are taken care of and uh, a timely manner yep yep certainly what type of tools do you use to excavate um, we use various pieces of equipment, many excavators. Bobcat would probably be the most common, too. Um, we do use some walker stand-behind or stand-on bobcats. We call, we call it a dingo. It's a miniature bobcat. Um, and then, of course, all of our hand tools, you know, shovels and, and the typical stuff there. And then we use um, transits and um, levels, you know. So with those type of tools, um do your employees go through different uh, trainings on those? They do. They do. We got guys that um, have OSHA certification that we try to keep up with. And then also um, there's a couple different equipment equipment demos or construction things that we will hit through the year. Do you install flowers? We do not. We do not provide very many landscaping services you know we do everything in the yard but we're not when it comes to mulch and flowers and, and stuff like that that's none of us have green thumbs that's we're, okay. we're con- they're construction guys exactly i was gonna say shoot there's people for that there's you know everybody has yep. their own strong point so that's always good uh speaking of installation what type of fencing do you install um, the most common one would be just a Kentucky three board, and then um, we do some split rail and privacy fence. Um, we, we don't really mess with any chain link, but um, we, we have a, a good fence company that um, we, we refer some stuff out to if we can't take it on or handle it. <laughs> oh, nice. So you have another company that you kind of like partner with uh, during times. Yep, awesome. yep. And we do, we do that with, with a lot of our services. You know, I, I have a lot of friends that own small businesses that, you know, they do this or that. You know, it might not be our niche. So we, we buddy up on stuff and, you know, we'll come help them on stuff and we we have several companies that we work hands-on with, I would say, you know, a few times a month. It's not just guys with Boone Maintenance shirt on there. You'll see Bentley Lawn Design, Feltner Custom Concrete, Double D Erectors. I mean, there's a, a lot of different companies that, that work with us. Clean Key Construction would be another one. Sounds great. I mean, I was going to say that's what I'd love to hear is uh, businesses working together to uh, make the experience better for the customer. Yep, yep. Can you do a fire pit with pavers? 
we've done plenty of them. Yep, we put fire pits, whether they want wood burners, gas burners, there's some gas assist, or gas assist, like to start them off that we put in, put them in paver patios, concrete patios, stamped patios, whatever. Um, it is we can always get a fire pit in it oh nice yeah i was gonna say i know those are popular especially uh with the summer coming up you know people are really getting out there and uh really you know spending time together around uh the fire so it it sounds yep. like an awesome yep. it's a very popular item about how long and it's an approximate because i was going to say i can imagine there's no exact set amount of time but about how long does it take to, uh, on a typical job um, I mean, it just depends. If we're talking concrete, for the most part, it's a three-day deal. We're, we're in there day one prepping, day two pouring, day three cleaning up, restorating, um, and then drainage work. I mean, we, we have, we've had drainage jobs that run from half the days to we were on one, one last year that lasted a month. So um, it's all over the board. It really is. Oh, wow. So it sounds like uh, yeah. very versatile work and very uh, very exciting work. Yeah, it is. It is. It's all something different every single day for us. Nice. What is property clearing? Uh, property clearing is just coming in. I mean, there's, diff- I guess, di- different types. So we've done property clearing as far as a customer buys a you know piece of property, what it be, one acre or five acres, and they're going to build a home on there. Um, we have the ability to come in. I have elite tree group they do it they'll come in and do tree removal for us and then we'll bring our equipment in and do some grading and site clearing set them up you know now their their site prep is there and they can build their home and then we even do property clearing on a smaller scale you know we've we had one we done last year got you know lives in a subdivision and there's just the top back of his top half of his yard was just kind of an overgrown wooded section and we come in there with equipment and just drag it out clean it out and then put some grass seed and straw down there and several hundred square foot to his yard oh wow that's phenomenal and then with that yeah. now is that where you were talking about the the magicians on your uh, your website yeah yeah that was me that was my amateur amateur magician skills oh cool yeah i was gonna say making trees yeah. disappear what are your retaining walls made of um, retaining walls are like modular blocks. The most common one that we do is an Allen block, and they're just like a cultured stone or pre-manufactured stone that's set on a gravel footer, and they have like a, a setback feature, which makes them strong and hold up, and, and the fact that they're modular, they're able, you know, slight shifting and movement, which is happens regardless of any surroundings that the ground is moving, so... Um, they hold up really well. I mean, you see them all, all over anywhere. Every time you get in the car and go out, there's a, there's an Allen block wall you can drive by. So what are the benefits of having a nice retaining wall like that? Um, just gaining square footage. I mean, especially in northern Kentucky, it's rolling hills everywhere. So it's you don't see a lot of flat yards. So we'll come in on, on a yard that wasn't usable at you know to any extent and and we'll excavate it out create a a flat area and then you know hold the bank back with a retaining wall and and create some usable space how big are most of the gravel driveways are they more like one car or two cars how many you know about how big are the gravel drive most gravel driveways tend to be on the bigger side that's that's why the gravel concrete's expensive you know so um seems like a lot of the gravel driveways we mess with are several hundred foot, usually, you know, 10, anywhere from 10 to 12 foot wide.
We've done them 18 foot wide where you can pass coming in and out of commercial properties, but um, seems like most gray wheel driveways are on the, on the larger side. Oh, wow. So is that a uh, more economical way to do it than uh, concrete? Yep, yep. It's just, I mean, it's it's not very cheap either, but when you're looking at, you know, if it's, I don't know, a, a driveway that's, say, a thousand square foot, you know, in concrete, you, you'd probably be, um, you know, a thousand square foot, you'd be a hundred thousand dollars or something getting concrete in where you can come in and gravel it and base it in, which the gravel is a process that needs to happen, whether you do concrete or gravel. So most of the time it's a situation of kind of splitting the work. So we could take a, you know, driveway that would be 20 grand and come in and base it in and put gravel in and say it's eight grand now when they need to do the concrete or when they're ready for the concrete, the gravel's already there. Now the concrete, instead of 20 grand, it's 12 grand. You know, it's the gravel in, in a new setting. The gravel has to go down before the concrete anyways. Oh, okay. So it's it's part of the process no matter what if you're doing either the gravel or the, the concrete. Well, that's good to know. Yep, yep. If we came in to, to put, you know, no driveway existing, we come in to put driveway a driveway in, you're right topsoil and you really don't want it even sitting on clay so we we dig the area out and base it back up and roll it in with gravel and then we would set forms and pour the concrete so um so it has to happen and, and we've done it like that you know we'll come into a new construction site and put a, a gravel driveway they'll use it as a temp driveway and then when everything's said and done it might be a year later we're coming back in and you know pouring concrete on it what are your specialties our specialty, if I had to put one on it, it would be um, drainage, residential drainage, um, catch basins, channel drains, French drains, dry creeks, um, trying to think, gutter daylights is, is a big one, um, and there's a lot of other different stuff we do with drainage, just great adjustments, putting swells in, cutting ditches. Um, so that's something that everybody needs, and a lot of people, till they see it, I get a lot of calls that say, and we didn't even know there, there was companies out here for this, you know, and we try to really target that. That would be our niche, I think, is drainage. Excellent. That's what we like to do. We like to inform our listeners and to let them know that there are people out there like you that can help and to make their yard, like you said, more usable space and uh, better space. So what are the benefits Certainly. are the uh, catch basin? Just if you got a low spot in the yard, instead of, uh, say, bringing a bunch of dirt in and equipment in and regrading and getting rid of the low spot, we can simply come in and sometimes without any equipment dig a catch basin um, and get a pipe off of it. So we're just moving the water from the surface water. We're moving it from, say, a low spot in the yard and discharging it out on the curb or in the back of the property. It's just a way to, way to collect water and move it. So is that a way to prevent... Uh uh, what type of issues uh, come from uh, water that becomes stagnant like that? Um, I mean, just a nuisance. Uh, mo- most time when we're on a property, it's seems like more times than not because of the dogs. You know, there's always a reason. If, if no one goes in their yard or doesn't use their yard, then they don't really care if there's a giant spot. But um, most of our customers, it comes down to the dogs. They want to be able to let the pets out and, and not come back in covered in mud every single time, and as well as the kids. And it just, again, it makes more usable space. How do you know how big a channel or to build a channel or a trench? 
Um, most of our most of the channel drains we use they're six inch wide. They're like a they're a poly lock. They're six inch poly plastic by four foot sections, and it just kind of depends on what volume of water or what what we're getting. You know, if we got a um, six houses around and we're at the bottom of the hill and getting everybody's water, then of course we, we're going to upsize it and you know put in something larger than six inches. And it's just every drainage site we walk on more than even being too concerned with where the wet spot is and you know where the water's sitting the first thing i do is look around where's the water coming from that's what's important to me is why are you getting so much water is it because you have a giant roof and the gutters are dumping here do you have hillside behind you or a pipe from the neighbor is the neighbor sump pump my first goal is to figure out where's this water coming from and then we try to figure out the solution. How are we going to move it? And where? Then the next big thing is where are we going to take it? We get in yards where they're easily solved with trench trench drains or catch basins or French drains, but the grade just doesn't allow us to um, to discharge the water. Hmm. Sounds interesting. So it sounds like the first step to the process is, as opposed to just trying to solve the problem, is figuring out what's causing the problem. Yep. Where's the water coming from? What are the benefits of a dry creek? Um, dry creek basically keeps you keeps you out of the mess. So, like I said, sometimes we don't really have the ability to collect the water in a catch basin or channel drain and move it anywhere. So we just have to consolidate it to one area. Um, say, like you know, something everybody would be familiar with is a, just a roadside ditch, and no one likes to get down in the ditch and weed eat the ditch. It's kind of a nuisance. It's always wet, so um, you fill it with rock. You know, we put channel fabric and then channel liner whether it's rip rack or rip wrap or something more decorative and then basically it gives that that area that's always going to collect water no matter what it gives the water somewhere to flow and then it kind of keeps you out of that area too and it also helps with uh erosion control too it prevents erosion oh wow you read my mind i was going to say is it possible yeah. to prevent erosion it is. It is. Um, there's several products out there. I mean, that down to. I mean, the most simplest way is. I mean, we can we can prevent erosion by just redirecting water. Sometimes with catch basins, we just did a project over in uh, Hidden Valley, Hidden Valley Lake Community in Indiana, where, I mean, the guy had giant trenches or you know, big ruts in his yard where the water's running down the hill and just taking the dirt with it. And all we did was caught the water in a catch basin and ran 80 foot of pipe down the hill and bypassed the yard and no more erosion. So um, it's, it is very possible to prevent erosion. Early on, you mentioned a French drain. In which situations mm-hmm. would you use a French drain? Um, French drains are used for soggy yards. I always ask, you know, when, when I come on site to look at a job, you know, and ask someone is there standing water or is it always swampy? You know, some yards you walk in, you're just kind of squishing in the mud and it's splashing, but there's no puddling. Um, that's where we use the French drains. So French drains, unlike catch basins that collect surface water, the French drains are for groundwater. So if you don't really have any puddling, but the, the yard's staying wet, sometimes it's a, a spring issue. There's just a natural spring that's kind of keeping the soil saturated. The French drain actually is concealed in the ground. We we dig a one foot by one foot deep by one foot trench, and we put some gravel gravel and then um, perforated pipe so the pipe actually has holes in it that let the water leach um, through the gravels into the pipe, and then it can carry itself out through the pipe to where we're discharging. And 
and then once that pipe's in there, it's covered with gravel and then covered with dirt, and you know, you don't even know that there's a French drain there when we're done. Oh wow! Yeah, and it sounds like I really yep. should have had you guys out to my old house in Independence because in the backyard <laughs> yeah. there was a swamp yep. back there. Oh my gosh! It sounds like yeah, with your different uh, techniques, that would have uh, cleared that up right away. Oh yeah, yep, we. Yep, it certainly would have. So, how are wells and dry wells different? Um, wells are drilled in, you know, they're they're typically cored or or drilled into like an underground water source, and they let wells. I guess a simple way to put it be a well holds water. Its intent is to collect water and hold it for use. Um, dry wells, on the other hand. Um, they're good for so you know i was saying before how sometimes you know i have to look and say hey where's the water coming from and then do i have anywhere to take the water and like i said sometimes the grade doesn't allow for um for me to get a pipe daylighted to discharge the water in that setting we use a dry well and a dry well kind of works it's a leaching system like a um, a septic tank so instead of Say if we have a catch basin in a setting that's collecting water, the, the most typical or simple thing that we like to do is run a pipe, however far it be, say to the curb, get it back out of the ground, cut it at an angle. Now you got the catch basin holding water. Water's coming through the pipe, dumping on the road, or you know, at the curb. If we can't do that, instead of dumping at the curb, we dump into we dig a giant hole um, and bury basically um, like a looks like a giant trash can that's slotted. And then um, we set that in the set that in the ground, surround it in gravel, and then the water coming from the catch basin, we dump into that, and then you know over time it lets it leach out into the yard. Hmm. Interesting. Now you mentioned earlier about the, one of your jobs that was a month-long job. Was that a commercial job? Mm-hmm. It was. It was uh, for Rinse Property Management, um, Oakbrook Community, the winds at Oakbrook here in Burlington. Um, we did a lot of um, back-of-the-curb drains. They were all French drains that um, went up against the backside of the curbs throughout all their parking lots. They had issues where um, there was so much water leaching through the curb onto the asphalt that in the spring-summertime it was mossy and slick and then in the winter time regardless of any salt treatments it was such a steady flow of water that it just stayed the whole parking lots were sheets of ice so um and it was just a grade grade behind the curb you know everything came down to the curb and into the parking lot so what we did was um ran front strains all around the, the entire several different you know spaces or spots in the community we went around ran front strains behind the curb and discharged the water into the um stormwater drains wow so it sounds like that really made that community a lot safer by having those uh certainly it did certainly yes a lot of people as much as a mess as we had and noise we were making a lot of the residents were happy to see us there oh definitely yeah because i can imagine shoot uh you know the services like this really do make the customer happy and really do help to uh, prevent them from a lot of issues that they go through in their daily lives. Um, so yep. yeah. before we let you go, uh, tell us about your website, tell us about your social media and how we can learn more about you. Um, you can look us up on Facebook, just Boone Maintenance is, is our, our business page. And um, we do a lot. We try to keep up with it as much as we can, just updates through the week on what job we're on or what we've completed. Um, 
we try to kind of keep people informed. Sometimes we'll, we'll post um, not really how-tos, but just informative videos where you can see and try to familiarize yourself with drainage solutions, what they are and how they work. And um, you can also look up some of our work on our website, just boonmaintenance.com. Um, if you're interested in any, you know, work or need a quote, all of our estimates are free. There's a link on um, on the web page where you, you can um, get connected and get something scheduled. Also, as well as Facebook Messenger, we got somebody, whether it's me um, or my wife, that keeps up with um, the incoming traffic on the on Facebook. Excellent. Well, thank you, Vanden, for joining us today and letting our listeners learn more about uh, Boone Maintenance. Awesome. Thanks for having me. This Dream House is brought to you by Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom's 60% off 4th of July sale. Save up to 60% off refrigeration, cooking, laundry, and mattresses. It's in stock and available. Appliance Factory 60% off 4th of July sale is going on now. Visit appliancefactory.com. Good morning, Ohio. James Lewis of This Dream House, the show that is all about the house. Joining us from Authentic Street Signs is Daryl McKay. Daryl, thank you for joining us today. James, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. What are authentic street signs? So they are steel signs to the authentic specifications used by the Department of Transportation back to the 50s. Um, Just like the original signs that hang alongside your driveways or alongside your roads or, you know, any of those type of things, but the vintage versions with automotive-grade finishes. The cool thing is they're made with your favorite team logos. So as families want to show their fandom, Particularly now, uh, the signs are more relevant than ever. They add personality as a background. Right now, as we're all on Zoom and working from home, they really show off and create almost your own mini ESPN studio as you broadcast from home with your team logos in the background. That is so cool. Uh, So now with that, uh, what type of uh, teams can I get with the magnet? So we have over 80 schools, uh, colleges available. We have all of your professional teams in Major League Baseball, the National Football League, National Basketball Association and the National Hockey League. Um, all of these products are officially licensed products of those license holders, along with General Motors and Ford. Before we let you go, where on social media, where on the web should they check you all out at? Uh, thanks for asking. Yes, it's AuthenticStreetSigns.com. Just like it sounds, uh, the product is an authentic street sign. So Authentic Street Signs is also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So you can see some of the contests that we run and as well as some of the ways our fans are using the products around their home. That is awesome. Thank you for joining us, Daryl. Thanks for having me, James.